Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Shravan. We've got Taran here with us. Hey, everyone. And we've had a marvelous week, haven't we? Yeah, definitely. I I wasn't sick this week, went to the gym a couple of times, going out for dinner tonight, went to work. Yeah, pretty good week. Marvelous, you could say. I actually didn't care about any of that. I was just referring to the fact that we watched the uh, finale of Ms. Marvel, so hence- Oh, shit. Hence, marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Uh, but nice to know you have a social life. I don't have anything planned, actually. Um, yeah, we I'll do. Pro- We're catching up on Sunday. Uh, I guess I, yeah, uh, th- that's happening, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I do have a little bit of a social life then. <laughs> tonight I don't, though. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm planning to stay in tonight, probably edit this episode after we're done with it. Take all this out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you don't need to know about my problems. Yeah. As you've probably read in the episode title, we're going to be talking about Ms. Marvel, the Disney Plus TV series. So as usual, we'll do a bit of background on the TV show, then we'll get into comic book origins for Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel. This one, this time the answer is not the 60s and Stanley, so it is something different. And then we'll jump to our thoughts spoiler-free on the show. And then we'll do some uh, spoilers towards the end, and I'll clearly indicate when we're starting the spoilers. So if you haven't seen the show, you can keep listening till then. Anything else you wanted to cover? How it's culturally appropriate? Uh, yeah, it is. I thought we'll cover that when we talk about the show. <laughs> yeah, I guess we will. So background-wise, it began screening on Disney Plus on the 8th of June. And some people have have mentioned this, especially in the last, you know, after the finale finished, that why did they released this at the same time as Obi-Wan. So it was on the same day as Obi-Wan. And it kind of got, especially the first, I think it would have been the first three or maybe even four episodes where Obi-Wan was still running and then this was running. And it kind of got overshadowed because no one 
watch this uh, initially. I don't know. Like we obviously we're Marvel fans, so we we knew about it and we watched it. But I'm not sure how many people would have actually tuned in to watch this anyway, because it's a kind of lesser known character in the Marvel universe. Other things. So Iman Vellani in her acting debut is playing Kamala Khan. Uh, there's a host of other South Asian actors that are featured in the show. So it is very. Uh, I guess it is representation for. Uh, for us, I guess it's, it gets the closest to representing our culture in in any superhero type franchise. When do you think Ms. Marvel first debuted in comics? I'm gonna guess this. I think it's um, it's in the 2000s. I don't know if it's 2010s or 2000s. I guess it's 2010s. Maybe like, yeah, I'm gonna just go with 2010. <laughs> So you're not far off. So it's 2013. Yeah, yeah uh, I was close. Yeah, so she must be one of the most recent characters, right? That's gained oh, popularity. Like character every week. So, but yeah. yeah, she's one of the more popular recent characters, definitely. Yeah. When did Miles Morales debut? It would have been before uh, her, though. Before that. Yeah. So I think, like, of the characters that have been introduced in the last decade. She's probably one of the more actually Miles Morales might be after, or around the same time, similar time frame. So maybe yeah, like her and Miles Morales are the more popular characters that have come out in the recent past. She actually first appeared in a Captain Marvel comic, so Captain Marvel issue number fourteen. What are her abilities? So in the comics, what are her abilities? It's a bit different in the comics to the show. It is. I would yeah, say so in the comic, she's more Mister Fantastic. But in the show, she's more crystals. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good way to describe it. But in the comics, she's actually an inhuman. I guess that there has been an inhuman show. So I guess inhumans do exist. I, uh, well, Black Bolt was in, in Doctor Strange. So I guess they do exist in this universe. But uh, they do follow a slightly different path in, in, the, in the show in terms of her origins. Other abilities. So in the comics, she has superhuman strength and durability. Elasticity, plasticity, and malleability, which is what you're referring to in terms of the Mr. Fantastic type powers. Appearance alteration. I'm pretty sure Mr. Fantastic does that too, right? He can like morph himself into other people. Crime in the comics, she changes herself into Captain Marvel. Into Captain Marvel, okay. Regenerative healing factor. So is that kind of like uh, Wolverine? It's a bit faster, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bioluminescence, shape shifting, and size alteration. So, yeah, she's essentially Mr. Fantastic in the comics. But yeah, in the show, she's slightly different, and we can get into that. Uh, another thing I wanted to mention is the show creator is Bisha K. Ali. Uh, she's a British Pakistani uh, stand up comedian and screenwriter. So, she was the, the head of the, she's the writer for the show, essentially. So, uh, which I think helped because um, they were able to bring that authenticity to a lot of the cultural things that happen in the show. So I'm kind of jumping into positives. So I guess we can jump into our uh, non-spoiler part of the review. I've already mentioned one of the positives. So I think the cultural aspect was handled pretty well. I mean, we're not Pakistani and we're not Muslim, but it's pretty close to our culture and I, I thought they did a pretty good job. I I really like the cultural aspects of it. My personal highlight was. Uh, Iman Vellani's uh, performance, where I, I can't believe it's her first acting role. She's pretty natural and funny. So I thought she killed it as Miss Marvel 
all the actors were pretty well cast, I would say, and culturally appropriate for most of the actors as well. Yeah, in the first couple of episodes and in the last episode, there's some visually cool things that they do. Uh, in the middle episodes, it kind of drops off a little bit. Yeah, they have this narrative um, mechanism where they, they show stuff on the screen. And they show yeah. it in the trailer, uh, and they do follow it in, definitely follow it in the first episode. But, yeah, it does drop off, especially in the middle of the series. I thought it was a pretty cool creative style, the way they were going. I liked they, it, yeah. They, they didn't really I thought they forgot it about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say those are my main positive. I, I do really like uh, Iman Vellani, and there's some aspects of the show, like they go to Pakistan in some some parts, which I really liked. Yeah, that like overall there was many good things to it, but in my opinion, I don't think it's a good show overall. I'd, I on the internet, I'm hearing different. I think a lot of people actually like this, but I just uh, I was not a fan. I think the story was weak. The villains are very weak, yeah. and. Overall, you get to the fifth episode, the fifth and sixth episode, and there's just there's just no progression essentially. So, yeah. overall, I thought it was a bit of a letdown given the substance they had and the good characters they had. I thought they could have done a lot better, unfortunately. Yeah, I do, I do agree with most of that. Um, firstly, I'll, I'll also say that Iman Vellani was was pretty exceptional. I think she's the only reason that I kind of still even got through the show. <laughs> Because she was pretty good in, um, like, in all the episodes, and it's kind of one of the few examples of where I feel like they obviously the character existed, but they found someone that exactly represents that character. Like in the past, you, you've had like obviously RDJ, they changed, they wrote the character so that it suited him in terms of the acting. Because Iron Man isn't exactly like Robert Downey Jr., but they made it kind of fit his. His character, but in this case, I think they found someone that was like exactly like what they wanted to represent on screen, which is really good. But coming on to negatives, I do agree that the plot—I didn't really care much for the plot. Like the villains, they kind of emerge in like the third or fourth episode. Until then, it's not even clear where the show is going. They do go to Pakistan, which was good, but that's actually when the show started going downhill for me. When they did go to Pakistan, just to. Um, yeah, like visually, Pakistan was good, and like the what what they showed there was nice, but the story part of it was not good. Some of the writing was a bit. I just didn't find it was sometimes a little bit like cringy. Like just the conversations they had, it's not really how people talk in real life. That, that's just how I felt. Like especially some of her interactions with her with her mother, who plays a key role in this show, and she also has like this very dramatic turn towards the end of the series. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's unbe- unbelievable turn by the parents towards the end of the series, <laughs> which was uh, there was no character development to get to that point. It's just one one level she's there, then the next episode she's she's totally fine with it, which I didn't yeah. believe it all. And I totally agree with the cringe dialogue. <laughs> um, you especially see it towards the end of the series, but yeah, very cringy. Are there negatives? I thought the this is a... TV show we've kind of seen in other Disney Plus shows, uh, such as you know Mandalorian, even some of the other Marvel properties. They the production values are generally pretty good. I think they kind of let the ball down in this one, especially towards the end of the series, where it is CGI heavy, but it's very, it's not very good CGI. Uh, to I know it. they 
they had to do like a comic accurate version of Miss Marvel towards the end, but it doesn't look good. And there's a lot of crystals in this, yeah. which don't look good. Yeah, I, and the, I guess the route they took in terms of her origin story and how she gets her powers, they couldn't do it like the comics. I, I think if they just made her like Mr. Fantastic, I think it would have been, like visually it would have been fine. But because they did something else, uh, they had to do this crystal thing and it just doesn't look good. <laughs> just it, every time she uses her powers, it just it just looks fake. Yeah, I mean that's uh, it's just the budget they had. It's a TV show, so they they probably I'd just saying can- that Stranger Things is also a TV show, which we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, but that looks one hundred times better than yeah. this does. Yeah, definitely. On, yeah, on a budget that's less than this. Yeah, per yeah. episode. Yeah, it's a bit surprising what they output. I guess based on what they had. Uh, have you read the recent thing that's come out, recent reports that the visual- Yeah, uh, I did. Marvel yeah. VFX artists. Yeah. VFX artists are like being overworked and like they get like a week to do something that would take them a month to do and like mm. they're super stressed out and they're like, they do all it shows because yeah. on all the on all the MCU stuff I've seen recently, whether it's movies or TV shows, Doesn't there is- good. There is bad CGI, yeah. Like, yeah, even last week's Thor Love and Thunder, there was definitely some areas where the CGI didn't look good. Basically, all the shows, like, maybe WandaVision was okay. Nah, even WandaVision in the last episode didn't look good. Yeah, yeah, the last episode didn't look good. Yeah, I think most of them, when it came to CGI, they don't look as good. Everything in Phase 4, essentially. Uh, yeah, and all it, the movies as well. Like every single movie has bad CGI in it. And it could just be because they're trying to do – firstly, there was COVID, so maybe they were like working remotely and they, they just didn't have the resources to be able to do what they used to do. But I think it's also because they're doing a lot in a very short amount of time. <laughs> they're releasing a lot of things and I guess when you when you have turnover that quickly, it's, it is going to be tough to keep the quality up. So it's definitely showing at the moment. Anything else in terms of – Positives and negatives? Uh, I think we could kind of get into it a little bit, I guess, and talk through the episodes. I give it a cognitive recalibration. I think it it's good. It's a good show. Uh, like, there's nothing absolutely terrible about it, um, but it's also not that great at the same time, which is what we were talking about in, in our previous episode as well, where it's, everything's a bit mediocre at the moment. I would actually give it a regression, which I'm disappointed with. But I think my patience is uh, – Thor broke it last week. Yeah, Thor broke me and um, I've had enough. It's, <laughs> if it's mediocre, it's getting a regression. So yeah. I, I, I think – I mean, you can't really compare a show with a movie, but I think this is better than Thor uh, at least. Like there, there's obviously downfalls to this, but I think overall it, it has a bit of heart. Like the lead characters, at least interesting, you know, they, they delve into some – cultural things which are also interesting um so it, it has some aspects to it that are good but definitely the underlying story is not very good at all saying that people we know did like this yeah so i think i'm just uh i'm, I'm probably through mcu fatigue at the moment i i need something exceptional something really good to get me through if it's mediocre then it's just not worth watching for me at the moment yeah and i, I guess for us we we have been watching a lot of things lately as well. Like we've had, we've had mediocre stuff, bad stuff, 
and some good stuff. And when you compare it to other stuff that's come out recently, like Stranger Things or Top Gun, which we watched, like it's not that good. Like it's it's just very middling. Anyway, um, so I give it I give it a very borderline recalibration. You give it a regression, but we can jump to spoilers. So it's at this point. If you haven't seen the show, go watch it. It's on Disney Plus. Come back to this point in the episode and listen to our spoilers. Okay, how do you want to do this? We can go episode by episode. There's not a lot to talk about in some most of the episodes, so we'll just go episode by episode. The first episode, she gets the bangle. At the end of the episode, right? So they kind of set up her character. Like she's a a superhero fanatic. She likes all the Marvel, uh, well, not Marvel, like all the Avengers. Which is kind of set on Iman Villani's real life because she's an MCU fan. Yeah, She is. She is probably the only other. You know how they do those Marvel quizzes and like people have to. Yeah, she aced it in like two minutes. I think the only other actor who who did pretty well was Tom Hiddleston. He's he's pretty good with like the MCU knowledge. I, I watched one with Chris Hemsworth today, and he's terrible. He doesn't even know stuff in his own movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, she's she loves it. She's uh she's well on board. She's uh, she's probably seen each movie multiple times. It was funny how they had her name all the Marvel movies uh, in a minute or something, and she named like. Almost all of them, but she forgot Captain Marvel, which is which is interesting. But yeah, like she, they established that she's an Avengers fan. Uh, another interesting thing in this episode is that Scott Lang has a podcast, and that's they kind of explain. You know how people knew what happened in Endgame, but like no one was actually there. Like normal people weren't on the battlefield, but they they somehow knew that Captain Marvel punched Thanos or whatever, and Wanda. Almost defeated him. They like they know these intricate details, uh, and it's because of the podcast and Scott Lang explaining what happened. That was good to know. It's kind of good to know that Ant Man actually has fans now because you remember in like Endgame, no one knew who he was. <laughs> I like the first episode. I think it was a good start to the the series. It was kind of fresh. It reminded me of Homecoming as well. Yeah, it has that yeah. feel. It's it has a teen show feel, like a good teen show feel. But then as it goes on, it becomes a bad teen joke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we can – anything else on episode one? I think at the, there's a post-credit scene for episode one where they established There that. was. Yeah. Like the the damage control kind of sees a video of her using her powers. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the first episode, she, she – so she attends um, AvengerCon. Yeah, uh, and she against the- her against her parents' wishes, and she she takes the bangle that she received from her grandmother, which has powers. So the the origin story for her in this series is that it's not the bangle, though, right? Like she has powers inherently. It's just that the bangle amplifies it. It's like unlocking her powers, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, she figures out that she has powers, and then she saves like the she like a. I don't think she's a bully. I, I think she just. No, nah, I think she's like a. She's an influencer. She's, she's like a, a, yeah, she's a TikTok. Yeah, yeah she's a, yeah. But she also doesn't really get along with Kamala at at school. I, look, this is the problem with this. Did she? I don't know. I I actually don't know anything about her character. Um, <laughs> but she does show up again at the end, <laughs> which was yeah. Oh, we'll get into that in a, when we get there. But yeah, that was a bit of a surprise. Uh, they they have like one I don't interaction. Know if she's a, 
I don't know if she's a bully. I don't know if it's, it's her friend. I don't know if they're just acquaintances. I have no idea. She could be anything. She could be I, a sister. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she just happened to have a sister that you don't see ever. Yeah. Um, I, They have, like, one interaction, I think, where she, like, mispronounces her name and she's like, oh, yeah, you're a Avengers fan. But, you know, she was actually... She's actually an Avengers fan too. She just never told anyone because she was at AvengerCon. So anyway, I'm delving deep into this character that's in like three scenes in the whole show. <laughs> yeah, and then Damage Control gets involved and then we jump into episode two. Is episode two the one with the wedding? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, but anyway, she has a brother who's engaged and is about married. to get married. This part, okay, this part was actually well done in terms of the wedding stuff. But for me, it was because we've been to like 2,000 weddings this year. So I was like, I don't really want to see this again for a while. And then they show and they do this thing. And I've seen it in almost every wedding I've been to where, you know, they have like dances, group dances. And then it's it's like a surprise to either the bride or the groom where one of them gets up and dances with the group. Mm. And it's like, oh, I didn't know that was going to happen. I think at this stage, it's a surprise if that doesn't happen because I've seen it happen in every single wedding. <laughs> so I'm like, one of you is going to get up and dance. It's 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 going to happen. So and it happens in this as well. He gets up and dances, I'm like, and everyone's get get surprised. I'm like, yeah, See, I've seen. I know it. I was surprised. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but yeah, I thought they did that well. Yeah, I like yeah. the wedding, yeah. but then this is where the villains. I think it's the third episode of the wedding. Actually, I don't know what happens in the second episode. Don't ask me. It's been that long. Uh, but is it the second one kind of- where um, she they have the um, something at the mosque and then she tries to save some kid hanging off the yeah that's right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. she kind of figs out her powers but anyway the the yeah. villains get introduced kind of in oh, the, the third second, episode in the second they appear because she meets yeah. them or she, at the end of the second actually where um yeah the Kam- it's like right at the end second uh, second one she meets Kamran. Or yeah. she like starts doing driving lessons or something with Kamran. And then at the end of the second episode, you find out that Kamran's mum was looking for her or something. Yeah. And she's like, she's portrayed as like someone to help um, Kamala initially. And then 10 minutes later, she is full she's on back. trying to kill her. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, it's stupid. It's absolutely stupid. And- yeah. So everything with those characters, clandestines, is it? So yeah. everything surrounding those characters and and Kamran as well because he's like I just didn't get what the deal was with him. So he's her son. I've got a lot to say about Kamran in the last episode. I've got <laughs> way too much to say about that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, like I just don't know what the deal with it. So he just turns up. So apparently and- he was working for his like he was trying to get close to Kamala so his mum can steal the bangle or whatever. Also, there's like six of them. If you had them in a police lineup and you told me to point out anyone but the mum, I wouldn't be able to do it. I don't know how they look. I don't know who they are. <laughs> I don't know what race they are. They could be anything. Yeah. Like, well, literally. from memory, they weren't all like South no, they, Asian. They, 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 none they of were them mixed. Were. Yeah. No, only none she of, was. Only, I think. only she was. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I think there was like an Asian guy and an African lady and yeah. whatever. But so. no character development for any of them. They just um, even, turn up. Even the mum, no character yeah. development, really. Um, yeah, I mean, she I gets a bit it. of she gets a bit of play. In, there's like a flashback episode where she's in it, but you still don't understand what her motivations are. Like, I, I absolutely hated that with a passion. <laughs> it's very bad. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, Kamran, 
I mean, cover yeah. We'll get to cover it yeah, the last. We'll, we'll get to cover it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, this was either before or after he started match fixing cricket games for Pakistan. Cover it as well. Yeah. As a wicketkeeper. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good, um, good reference. Yeah. 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 Um, um, I kept referring to him as Cameron Akmal, and my wife's like, "Why are you calling him Cameron Akmal?" I'm like, "It's just a guy I know." <laughs> um, but they they go to Pakistan after that episode. I remember that in episode and three or that was four, four, four. So episode yeah. four, seeing seeing red um, is the, and then they introduce these uh, this group called the Red Flag, Red Daggers, Daggers, Red Daggers, yeah. yeah. It's a red flag, though, in terms of the show. It was a red flag because they also didn't have any development. Um, and look, a lot of people that watch this won't know because I guess uh, it's predominantly a white population watching this show. But they introduce a character in this of a very famous Bollywood actor who's he, he makes a lot of money and like he makes a lot of Bollywood movies and immediately kill him with like unceremoniously. And it's just a waste of him as an actor, essentially, because he's actually a good actor. Yeah, it's like no, he's I just pretty wonder, big in Bollywood. Yeah, like firstly, I wonder why they needed to get him. Like the only reason I can think of is they wanted to attract the like the Indian slash Pakistani native audience to this show because, like, oh, there's this famous Bollywood actor, let's watch it. But he's in one episode; he's in it for twenty minutes. Second, why did he even? agree like you sent me some tweet or something that he that he wrote but like why did he agree to do this because yeah i I don't think it's really going to benefit his career that much because his character's dead now (laughs) it is so beneath him he (laughs) didn't need to be in this role (laughs) yeah anyone could have done that that role could have been written out of the show it could have just been the kid it could have just yeah could have been the kid yeah but i guess they needed like a boss type figure but anyway, he gives some exposition for a little bit and then he dies. Um, yeah, he no talks about cares. like some – so the clandestines are from some other dimension that's bad um, and they want to open a portal. So we've, we, this is like a typical superhero story. Like there's a there's a bad portal or something and bad people want to open it and you've got to stop them or else it's going to wreak havoc on the world. The most basic – like if, you, if I told you to come up with a plot like – just give me a plot in like a minute. Most people would come up with something like that. So, so it was, yeah. And then he, yeah, he explains stuff and he, I think it's meant, he's only in like three scenes, but I think they do actually meet up more than that because he's like training her and stuff. I think it's implied that he's training her. Um, I guess so. But how yeah. long was she in Pakistan for? Like a week? <laughs> it doesn't seem like it was that long. Um, yeah. Yeah, and she also meets her grandmother in Pakistan. And also, aren't they worried that she just goes like missing for like a, you know, most of the day in Pakistan? Anyway, so, that yeah. happens. And yeah. then flashback fifth episode with the backstory, which was all right, but I don't really care about it. Um, so we need to address something about this episode. So um, they introduce uh, Kamala's great grandmother, who has these powers as well. It's also established in the in the series that Kamala's grandmother keeps talking about all this like magic and fantastical stuff, and everyone thought she was crazy. Um, and that's also why Kamala's mother and her don't get along. So they kind of have a bit of closure about that because like they go to Pakistan, and her mum and her grandmother are on good good terms now. And then they also find out that she has powers. And even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Somehow they're okay with that as well. Her um, mom just yeah. loves that. She's okay <laughs> with it, yeah. Yeah, so the flashback episode, I thought it was good. Uh, I just don't know how we ended up there because- It got- it- It went a bit cheesy. It went Bollywood cheesy. It felt like a Bollywood film for a little bit. It did. Actually, before we get to the flashback, at the end of the fourth episode, she gets transported into the past. Yeah, I think that's because of the bangle. So the great-grandmother put a thing on the bangle Mm -hmm. so that if when something certain happened with the bangle, then that person would be transported to that time. Okay, that makes a bit more sense because we can also talk about that with regards to something else that happens towards the end of the show. Yeah, and then the flashback, it's, I guess, it, it's basically just a Bollywood. <laughs> it's a segment of a, a Bollywood good, movie. Yeah. Not a good one, though. Yeah. So um, the great grandmother. I think, like, the population that watches is predominantly white. So they're like, yeah, well, this, this is, is good. This is fresh. This is something different. So but uh, for us, it's. Yeah, it's so stale. <laughs> yeah. So um, Aisha, who's her great-grandmother, meets – what's her great-grandfather's name? He has a doesn't name. Doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, Hassan, I think. Hassan. So, yeah, they meet and then – yeah, I mean, she's just like roaming around a village, right? And she's she, they just meet. And the question we need to address is why does she give him – so he's got like a – Well, injury. this is the first thing. This is the first thing I messaged you after I watched the episode. Yeah, and it's still um, a mystery. Like they still, yeah. we still don't know why. So they're, they're having a conversation, and she gives him a walking stick. Yeah, and the revelation is after that conversation that she's like nine months pregnant. Yeah. So the question is, why did she first Wait off that long? 
wait nine months to make him a walking stick. Yeah. And surely getting pregnant is the thing you do after you've given someone a walking Like, the steps is give them a walking stick and then get pregnant, not the opposite. That's the that's the step. you got yeah. to go with, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. she had to go through, like, some sort of ritual to make that walking stick. Like, you know how he does in Boba Fett? He has to go, like, walk through the desert or something. So maybe she had to do that, um, and it took her nine months to make it. So, yeah, I mean, he has, like, a limp leg or something, so she, that's why she – and he's – when she first meets him, he's just walking around with, like, a like an actual stick from a, from a tree. So, uh, like, a I just thought it was a very it was a very odd time to give him a walking stick. Like, that should have been done much beforehand. The timing was very suspicious. But, yeah, and then you find out that – is it Najma, who's – Kamran's mother, she uh, she kills Aisha, right? Yeah, she kills her to yeah. get the bangle. Um, still not 100% sure. I mean, she wants to open the portal, but... Why'd she kill her? Well, then we're, then we're back in America, basically. Yeah, so uh, they, they kind of just cut to... Then we're into the last episode, right? So they just cut to the last, last episode. episode. Well, like, no, Actually, that, in, in at the end of the fifth episode, something... That chick dies. The, the villain dies. She dies. And Kamran has her powers now? Yeah, Kamran, Kamran gets some powers. I don't know if it's her powers. He's He's got powers. Something happens to him. I'm not sure what happened, but something happened. And then, yeah. and then we go to the fifth episode. And so this episode, I've got a few things to say about Kamran in this episode. So he's in a lot of this episode. But 90% of it is he's like with his arm around someone and his arm in his shirt. And <laughs> I've... I forgot what happened after watching it for a while. I'm like, why is his arm in his shirt? Did he injure his arm? His arm's not injured. His arm's just in his shirt the whole time. <laughs> I don't understand why, but it was there for the a majority of the episode, 90%. He's just like stumbling over with his arm on Bruno with his arm in his shirt. And it was the worst acting I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen like worse acting in any TV show <laughs> before. It was so bad. It wasn't good. And I, I don't know why he was like, in pain. Why is his arm in his shirt? <laughs> his <laughs> arm's not injured. It was just unexplained um, why that was happening. And yeah, and then in the last episode, he does some really weird stuff as well. Well, um, he takes a turn. Uh, he Kamala tells him that his mum's dead, and then he suddenly starts trying to kill people for no reason. That's all right. Like if, that sort of makes sense. But what happens, like literally two minutes before that, is they're like I think they're actually going to kiss or something. Like they're actually yeah. having a romantic moment, and then suddenly, like once he finds out, strike kill people. Yeah, yeah. He's literally trying to kill everyone for no reason. The last and episode then- was like I think it really started to fall apart. Firstly, I thought they could have finished the show at the fifth episode because if Kamran didn't get powers, there's, there's no, no reason to. Have- yep, there's no conflict, so they could have just finished it. And the problem is that they need because they needed a villain for the last episode. They have bringing these damage control guys, and there's this lady with a mullet who, for some reason, just really wants to kill these kids. Yes. I'm like, why? Do, why is this lady so hell bent on killing these kids? I don't understand. Like, she gets orders to evacuate, and she yep. just ignores them. <laughs> yeah. This this lady just. She's Anakin Skywalker in Revenge of the Sith. She just really <laughs> wants to kill some kids. Like, yeah. I there's no explanation for it either. I I was completely confused. Also, that chick from the first episode's in this episode for some reason. Yeah, she just she's turns just up at the school. Yeah, she just turns up for no reason. Don't know why she's there, but she's there, and she's 
she wants to help out. She knew Kabbalah was Captain Marvel or whatever, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. I don't know how, yeah. but she knew. She knew that, and no one really cares that she knew. They're like, "Oh yeah, this chick knew. Who cares? She she knows." And she's just happens to be in the school. Yeah, because of lighting. It's also night, so which, wherever you go, it's the same light. You can just turn on lights. <laughs> I think I think she says she goes to the theater or something to. For to, lighting, yeah. You can to, turn on lights at your house the same lighting. <laughs> to, to record tic- I don't uh, This is a TikTok generation. You don't know what, okay. they, what they get up yeah. to, right? They, they'll go to any extent to make a good TikTok. So yeah. she's – she also has more more followers than us. So I'll, I'll just, you know – I think they say she has like 200,000 followers. Also, there's something really unbelievable at the end of this episode where everyone's posting TikToks. And everyone's got at least like seventy k views. They're like this is not happening. There's, there'll be one guy that posts it and gets like two views. That's realistic. Everyone getting seventy k views. That's not realistic. Also, they just they they use her to call all these people to the school. So they want people to come to the school to get in the blast radius from Kamran so that they could get injured as well. The <laughs> stupidest plan I've ever heard. Obviously, Kamran went a bit rogue, right? He wasn't meant to. Do what he ended up doing, but um, yeah, I think the I plan so. was to like get them to come so that they don't get hurt. But like, also, everyone's just watching you essentially trying to kill kids <laughs> in a school as well. So like uh, that damage control lady, obviously, I don't know, she's she's got something against these kids. <laughs> there was no character development. For the, uh, they just had to shoehorn in a villain for the last episode, so they're like, it's going to be this lady. She isn't in most of the episodes. She's in, like, two episodes, and then she just comes in and becomes the main villain at the end. Uh, what else happens in the – so they, they devise this, like, plan, and her brother turns up as well. A brother just randomly turns <laughs> up, yep. She does get her suit in, in the last episode. Which uh, looks good. It looks good, but she also gets it from her mum, who has – like, we're, as we were saying, she has a very – Dramatic turn because for about four of the six episodes, she's completely against Kamala doing anything. Anything. Yeah, yeah. Don't leave the house. But now it's like, hey, yeah, go fight crime. Do what you need to do. She'll give you the suit so you can go out and fight crime. So uh, that was That, that was, was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And then when her family finds out she has powers, they're just like, yeah, sure. W- did you mean to drop that kid? It's like, I, aren't you amazed that, he has, that she has powers? It's like the most nonchalant way of- finding out that someone you know has powers. We didn't really speak much about her friends. So she has two friends. Uh, one is Bruno. We didn't talk about Bruno. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> uh, maybe we won't talk about Bruno. But anyway, he's he's a friend. He's, he's like right. a he's like a it's like a smart kid. Smart kid. He figures out stuff about like how her powers work and stuff. And she has another friend, uh Nakia. Mm, which is actually the same name as um Black Panther's girlfriend. Yes, it is. It is yeah. the same name. I was thinking. I just realized that now. Yeah, weird. Yeah, and they're in it. I guess Bruno goes missing for like. It seems like he's going to play a pretty important role in the show, but he's not in any of the Pakistan episodes. Same yeah. with Nakia. Yeah, they kind of come in and out. They're all right. I, I thought they were fine. Yeah, and then uh, her and her dad have this really cringy conversation on the roof, yes. uh, which I thought was terrible, but apparently some people thought it was good. Where I, I like, thought it was super cringe because, like, firstly, no one talks like this. Like, if yeah. you have an actual conversation, no one actually talks like this. And then he, like, goes into how, like, and the way she gets her name, like, surely that they was, could have came up with a better 
better way of getting a name than that. You know what that reminded me of? <laughs> Do you remember Fantastic Four, Fad Four Stick? Yes. Uh, well, not really, but Have yeah. you seen that movie? At the end of the movie where he's like, we need to find a name for the team, something fantastical, and then he's like, wait, that's it. I'm <laughs> like, that, that, is, that is this. This Kamal, this Kamal even made Marvel? Did someone look that up? Is that real? <laughs> uh, I don't know. they just make it up? I'm looking it up now. But, yeah, that conversation was terrible. Absolutely <laughs> cringy. Kamal made beauty, perfection, and excellence, so it doesn't mean Marvel, so they're just lying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is in Sanskrit, in Urdu. That's what he says. Yeah, same thing. So it's a lie, first off. It's a lie. <laughs> It's a lie. <laughs> not a fan of that combo. Not a fan of how she gets her name. Uh, not a fan of that at all. But then the other re- revelation, I guess, is when Bruno says she's uh, she has a mutation and then they play the X-Men music in the background. Yeah, so the so, X-Men, I briefly heard it. Which X-Men? That one. So the, the 90, 90s cartoon X-Men. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't the... Uh, you know, the Fox X-Men theme, no, whatever. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. know what that is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's got it. Yeah. It's, it's something. Yeah, so there's he reveals that. I mean, he, again, that dialogue was a bit. A bit a cringy. A little bit cringy. He's like, oh, there's something different about you. So it's a mutation. It's like, fine. And then she's like, oh, it's just. And what she says is a bit like, is that how you would react to that? Because <laughs> uh, she's like, oh, it's just another label. I guess uh, the episode was ending, so they couldn't have a deep conversation about it. So, yeah, that's that's interesting. So it's kind of a, a way that they're going to bring mutants into the MCU. And there's theories about why this show premiered now because surely they could have just waited until Obi-Wan finished or like not Might have be it. Because of Comic-Con. That's right, yeah. So in yeah. Comic-Con, maybe they wanted this to screen so that in Comic-Con they can make an announcement about potential X-Men movie or mutants movie so they've obviously changed the origin story i don't think too many people are like i don't think anyone cares really yeah they they don't really care that much everything in that last episode was pretty uh, bad i thought it was (laughs) really bad yeah pretty bad but that was okay um at least it was something there is a post-credit scene which is also something that requires a bit of explanation but essentially her uh she's come back from fighting crime or whatever, and then her bracelet starts glowing and then all of a sudden Brie Larson is in her bedroom and uh, she's somewhere else. Like, So obviously they've switched spots, I think. Yeah, so those the, the theory now is those bands uh, are the Nega bands, which the original Captain Marvel uses. So there's a Captain Marvel... And there's this other guy whose name I am forgetting. But essentially, Captain Marvel lives in the negative zone. And when the other guy clashes the bands together, he swaps places with Captain Marvel. Okay. The other guy goes to the negative zone, so and this guy comes to Earth. So the theory is that Captain Marvel was in the negative zone and she had the other band. Something happened and now Miss Marvel's in the negative zone. I thought it would be pretty funny if Miss Marvel was in the middle of space. And they switch spots, yes, and, then, right. <laughs> and then and then Kamala just immediately dies. <laughs> so that that was interesting, and that, I guess that's one explanation. Uh, this is one show that I actually watched 
with my wife, like one Marvel show that I actually watched with my wife. And then she had all these theories about Kamran as well. It's like, oh, maybe he's bad. And then we get like a scene where he's like, he's working with the red, what are they? Red the daggers. Red, red daggers. Um, you really don't like the word daggers. You can't yeah, <laughs> consistently not remembering that word. I keep calling them red flags, but <laughs> yeah, uh, for more than one reason. Yeah, he, like apparently maybe he was working with the red daggers and he, he meets up with that guy in Pakistan and he's like, the plan has worked. She likes me or something like that. <laughs> like some... Some weird okay. twist at the end. So she was coming up with all these like weird twists. I'm like, it's probably none of that. You're probably never going to see Come Running ever again. <laughs> I hope I never see him. I hate him. <laughs> but we probably might see him. If they do a season two, we might see him. But obviously it ends with things saying that uh, Ms. Marvel will return in the Marvels. Yeah. I thought the character was really good. Like, I want to see her in better things, just not this. Yeah, and I think she will be good in... Well, she might potentially be good in that movie just because Captain Marvel is a pretty serious character. Like that's how they established her. She's she's more of a serious character. So maybe having this type of character alongside her will will add a bit of yeah, like it'll make things interesting. I hope so. I hope it'll be good. And there's another character in that as well, right? Um, it's the one from WandaVision, Yeah, WandaVision, Yeah, yeah. Like, I think the the way they ended the show, like the the mutants thing, and the post credit scene kind of redeemed that last episode a little bit or, or else it was like a pretty terrible end to the show. But I still like it better than Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah, well, this is the point in the episode where we do our rankings and everyone hates us because everyone has a different opinion on these shows. But I think it's like middle range. Like I was thinking about this earlier today. Like I sent you like some guy's TikTok where he did a ranking I think I I probably still think Falcon and the Winter Soldier's bottom. <laughs> um, Same, and this is just above that for me. This is probably. But now thinking back to it, I think all of them get a regression except maybe Hawkeye and Loki. Like everything else gets a regression for me. I'm pre- I'm retroactively regressing everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think WandaVision was good, and I guess they do set up some stuff with a which is kind of addressed in Doctor Strange, but not really because they kind of skip over that. What else has come out? Loki. Yeah, Loki's good, but we still haven't had any. Like they they, they introduce a lot of stuff in that show, but nothing no has- No implications from it, yeah. Nothing has happened yet with regards to that. So maybe it'll come back in that, that Ant-Man movie because Kang's in it. So I'm just going to wait and see what they do with it because the problem with TV shows is not everyone has Disney+. Plus. Not everyone's going to watch these, which means that – and movies have a wider audience, so you can't make a movie based on an assumption that people have watched a TV show. So they're always going to be retrading on stuff in a movie. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. They can't expect people to watch. But, yeah, I guess they're already doing that in terms of reward the viewers that are watching this by giving them a deeper backstory. But this is just backstory I don't want for some of this stuff. It's just like – I don't care about this. Yeah. But yeah, I think like- I know I, it's meant to be a reward, but it feels more like a punishment to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think um, Hawkeye is probably like, it's the most fun. And I guess it, it is the only one with an actual Avenger in it till now. Hawkeye was still my favorite and the one I had the most fun with. Yeah. And the characters they introduced in that, like Kate Bishop 
was really good as well. Kate Bishop and Iman Vellani would have good uh, chemistry? chemistry together. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> but that, talking, talking would be good. Yeah. 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 Well, they're obviously setting up for like a Young Avengers situation, maybe in like 15 years' time or whatever, when they won't even be that young anymore. Yeah, like having Kate Bishop, who's the new Black Widow, you know, the new the new Black Widow. Florence Pooh. Yeah, uh, her character. Uh, Yelena Belova. Who else is young? The kids. <laughs> oh, those kids, yeah, if they exist or whatever. So them. Have they introduced any other young? There's, um, I'm guessing America Chavez is like the young Doctor Strange. America, yeah, yeah. There's other people I'm forgetting. Well, well, they do the Ironheart series, so she's there. Well, who's um, going to be the villain for these? Doctor Doom. That would actually be pretty good. I've actually, I, I maybe I shouldn't say this. I, I won't say anything. But what should I say? Something. This is a slight spoiler, I guess. If you don't want to know any spoilers, then don't listen to this. Like, is it but something that's unreleased? And is this it, like it might not be true? That's right. Yeah, speculation, yeah. but it could be true. Speculation. Yeah. yeah. So okay. there's there's vi- there's visuals going around of a possible post credit scene from Black Panther where they've done the visual effects, and it's Doctor Doom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. Because well, I think if they do if they do a like a Doctor Doom movie, I think it would be really good. So just a movie about him because he's got a really interesting backstory as well. So uh, that that would be good. And he could be I the think next Doctor big, Doom would be a good villain. He yeah, could be the, the next big bad. Yeah, I think it would be good for, like Young Avengers villain. I think it. Like if they're stuck in Latvia or something and have to get out, I think that'll be a cool story. You mean Latveria? Latveria, sorry, not yeah. Latvia is an actual place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it could be, it stuck, also be cool if they're stuck in Latvia. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, that would be interesting. And apparently, the the latest comic run or something has Kang and Doctor Doom like teaming up and doing stuff. So maybe they they could be doing that. And I also yeah. heard that the guy from Howard Stern. Uh, is that what you heard? Howard Stern's Doctor Doom? Have you heard? No, I haven't heard that, and that would be terrible if he is. <laughs> there, there is a rumor going around that Howard Stern might be Doctor Doom. Oh, are you talking about the guy from The Boys? Might be Dracula. No, I I'm talking about something. You okay. Heard okay. Okay. Well, I've got I've got rumors galore. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. So there's also Henry Golding might be the Wonder Man. Who's Wonder Man? He's like a movie star that gets powers. In the MCU, okay, that's that's interesting. And they've announced the show. The Shang Chi director's doing the show, and is he Asian in the comics? Yeah, that's that's interesting. And what's a Dracula one? Uh, well, the villain in Blade is apparently going to be Dracula, and it'll be the villain from the Boys, Anthony Starr, who is very good in the Boys. So he, cool. he's very menacing. He would be a very good Dracula. Yeah. So the the other rumor I heard was that firstly John Krasinski will not be Mister Fantastic in the Fantastic Four movie. So that was just like a little fan tease in Doctor Strange, but he's not actually going to be in the Fantastic Four movie. And they're considering the guy from, uh, what's that show? You on Netflix? Oh, yeah. I've heard that rumor as well. And yeah. Melissa Boyday as uh, Sue Storm, who's uh, Supergirl yes. in the TV show. Yeah. Which could be anything. I don't know much yeah. about it. Well, I haven't seen that show, You, or and. He's all right. He's in Gossip Girl. He's in Gossip Girl. Hopefully, 
they announce some of this stuff at uh, Comic-Con, which, honestly, I would be more excited about announcements at the moment than actually watching any of this shit. It's <laughs> all mid. I yeah. Just, I would rather just look at the announcements. Yeah. Well, they haven't had a good Comic-Con for years now because they've just been skipping them. So, yeah. Yeah, hopefully this year's good. We, have, we haven't actually done a Comic-Con episode for, like, Three years because nothing's happened in Comic Con. It hasn't been worth talking about. Yeah, if they do have announcements, we'll we'll do an episode on Comic Con. I am looking forward to how they do X Men. I think that'll be interesting. Yeah, I yeah. think there's lots of potential for everything they've set up here. I don't think they'll get Patrick Stewart though, even though he was in Doctor Strange. I don't think yeah. he'll be. I think they recast everyone. I think it's just better that doing that anyway. Or do you reckon they'll get James McAvoy and nah, I Michael think Fassbender? Just- just clean the slate. Just start off fresh. Do something new. Yeah. I think that's the best way to do it. Have Jubilee in the team. Yeah, I think. Yeah, just do do something similar to the X Men TV series. I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they necessarily have to have Wolverine. I think you could do X Men without Wolverine. Like he's just a guy that's around. Or have Wolverine, but not have him be the main character. Yeah, it's not have the main. Be. Yeah, like he's yeah. around, but like even in the show and stuff, and even in the comics, like. He kind of does his own thing. Like he's not always think, he's yeah. not always around. Don't have yeah. it as a movie with main characters, but have it as an ensemble cast. Have it yeah. do it like Stranger Things, where it's just a bunch of kids doing stuff. Cool. Is that it? That's it. Yeah. We'll, well talk speaking too much of- about this shit show, <laughs> I, I I think I mean it's not it's not the best show, but I, I think it, there's still some merit in it. But yeah. I can see why people, some people would enjoy it because it's, it is showing a culture that they're probably not experienced before. Uh, yeah. But for us, I guess that, that we don't have that novelty for us because we kind of know about our culture. So maybe that's why we don't like it as much, which is interesting because I thought this would be the one that we like more. Uh, it's, it's an interesting, yeah, predicament. It's like, oh, it's us represented, but it's just like, it's us represented, but we've seen this and it's stale. Okay, cool. Well, you mentioned Stranger Things just then, so we will probably record a, an episode on Stranger Things 4 very soon. Definitely have some thoughts on that. And then we still got to record our Top Gun episode. Uh, I keep thinking we've done it, but we haven't. I keep, Like in my dreams or something, I think we recorded it, and I keep thinking, oh, yeah, we've done it. Uh, but then I look in my files and I'm like, oh, wait, we haven't done it. We have to do that. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we'll do that. And um, anything else coming out that we need to cover? It's a pretty dull month, actually. After yeah, might do the Grey Man. We'll see. Yeah, we might do the Grey Man. Yeah. I downloaded the audiobook for Where the Crawdads Sing. Yeah, we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can listen to it. Like, go ahead, do, do the yeah. audiobook. But we're, we're not watching that or reviewing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's still Minions Rise of Gru that's – that's, Which we're also not going to do. That's waiting for us to. It's not going to. They're not going to take it out of the cinemas until we watch it. So <laughs> uh, that's that's just there. All right. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's going to be our last MCU thing for a little while, right? What's the next thing coming out? She-Hulk? She-Hulk or Wakanda Forever? I don't know which one's first. Probably yeah. She-Hulk. I think She-Hulk's uh, yep. first. Yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah. I, I don't know what to think of that show. We'll see what happens when it comes out, but my Holy shit. my expectations are very high based on that yeah. trailer. Let's let's see what happens with that one, and then obviously Wakanda Forever, which we should be getting a trailer for soon. So if people want to get in touch with us and tell us about what they thought of Ms. Marvel, how do they go about it? So we're on all platforms at Cognitive Recalibration, or you can send us an email, 
at cognitiverecalibrationpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you want to support the show, you can do so via giving us a review on iTunes or Spotify. That makes us more discoverable on search engines. So when you search Ms. Marvel Review, one of the first ones that comes up will be ours. All right. Busy week. Yes. We'll yeah. hopefully record some more stuff maybe tomorrow. So we'll see how we go. Yeah, we'll pump we'll pump out some stuff tomorrow. Then we'll be fully up to date and uh, we can watch anything new that comes out. I think when's Comic Con? Next week, right? Well, Next week, yeah. Yeah. So we'll probably do an episode on that if if interesting things are announced. Cool. So hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you're all staying safe. And we'll see you in the next one. See you the next one. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.